of Sports and Songs podcast. We're on season four, episode number 41, Andy. This is a songs edition. Yep. This is the ep- episode that we do album review. We talk music, concerts, tours, upcoming music-related things. We don't touch on sports at all. I apologize for the Cincinnati Reds hat. That's my fault. I- I'm going to own it. But De La Cruz is good. He's good. They got a good team this year. All right. So today's August 24th. State Fair here coming up, ready to yep. rock. And um, we're winding down. But our album today, we're, we're going to do a rare one, Andy. Uh, the, ba- the album we're going to do today is from a band called Raven. You may have heard of them. You may not have. They've been around. Raven Nevermore. They've been around for a while. They were a thrash metal, kind of a speed metal. Never really fit in. But the band is Raven. The band is Raven. Okay. And the album we're going to do is The Pack is Back. Uh, some may remember this album cover or not. Um, you know, Raven was known for kind of that group that had the, the inappropriate, awkward, horribly awkward album covers. And, and look at this. Now, I don't know if it's an all-star wrestling um, card here we're looking at. Yeah. Kind of looks like a, the comic book superheroes coming out or something. Yes. Yeah, so I think it, it might relate to that, you know, coming back. Well, this is their fifth album by the English heavy metal band Raven, released in 1986. And so when you think of 80, 86, you think Metallica, Master of Puppets. Big things were happening in rock in 86, and Raven certainly wasn't part of it. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair to say. So because... Like I said, this is their fifth album, Andy. So they had four before, and they were kind of, kind of uh, heavy metal. You know, actually some pretty good stuff. I didn't like it myself. I never was really a fan. I had a couple of their songs, you know, that I listened to. But they went out and hired Eddie Kramer for this album. Eddie Kramer, the the renowned producer, to say, hey, what can we do to get a little more commercial? So after their first four albums of being kind of a uh, inappropriate and heavy metal eddie kramer says let's let's go more friendly let's go more fm friendly and commercial and get some more radio time but hey let's keep some of the glam metal from their preceding album called stay hard um stay hard is a, a reference both to uh the metal and heavy metal and also other other things but oh. you can see the album cover for that uh so they're they're trying the pack is back they've got you know the album called stay hard we're we're big rockers they got this really cool their logo is actually not too bad for a heavy metal band but just once again get a look at that album cover so the brothers john and mark gallagher um led up the band and rob hunter was on drums so another thing that's hard to do is play metal in a three-piece band right so this album is considered glam, recorded at Bearsville Studios in New York. It's 36 minutes, 55 seconds. And then it was released on Atlantic Records. They got a deal with Atlantic. Wow. They were kind of the hard and rock album company at the time, too. It was a big-time deal, and they were from England, finally getting their way up. But in many reviews of this album, Andy, this was the one that many of their fans hated the most. And in fact, the band members themselves say that this was the album they hated the most it was it was too fake let's let's call it what it is it was kind of too fake it wasn't what they were good at doing eddie kramer did as best he could but he probably couldn't wait to get his check and all you'd see is taillights after this recording this he was on his way to bigger and better things here's the track listings 
Song one, the pack is back. Song two, they did a cover song. Give me some lovin'. The Spencer Davis group. Spencer Davis group, yep. So you know, th that's actually not too bad. Next song is Screaming Down the House. Next song is Young Blood. Next song is Hyperactive. Then it goes on. The final songs are Rock Dogs, Don't Let It Die, Get Into Your Car and Drive, All I Want, and Nightmare Ride. So they came. They, they seem to produce this this heavy metal you know aura about them as as uh, you know big big tough guys to you know not to be dealt with. But it didn't really work. It kind of came off as soft. Now I read some of the comments comments on YouTube on some of these songs, and there's a pretty good following for Raven. Andy. Uh, some of these say even this album that it, that is very weak. They said this has got some very good music, and I went back and listened to some songs. There's there's there are some good songs and these guys were respectable, but I think too many things were going on, too many things were happening. These guys were flip-flopping back and forth. It never took. I don't think they were MTV ready as far as music videos. There may have been some. Um but what's your thoughts? Uh not familiar with them on the MTV end of it. And uh when you first sent me the list of the album review today, I'm like he typed something wrong. What the hell's Raven? So <laughs> that shows where I'm at at that one. Um, I did look up a couple things on them. Um, first of all, Raven headlined Metallica's first ever nationwide tour. Oh, really? And they were known to kind of be inspirations for bands like Metallica and Megadeth and Anthrax and stuff. They're kind of a inspiration for some of those bands. Um. They were considered New Wave British Metal, which is a new title for me. And, like, when you mention the band members now, the Gallagher Boys, not to get them mixed up with Liam and Noel, and Noel of Oasis. Don't okay. want to get those Gallagher's not related, different Gallagher families. So just wanted to make that noted right there, too. But um, looked at some of their stuff. I probably would have listened to it on the radio, but I don't think it would have been on a lot, so it wouldn't have been an issue. Um, but God bless them for trying. They made it farther than we ever did. So You know, speaking of tours, they opened um, uh, for Judas Priest on a couple of tours. You yeah. know, they, they were in with some of the big names, but you know, they got started in 1980, and so some could argue they were actually ahead of their time You know, yep. before MTV and everything came around. But boy, when things took off big, Raven just missed out, and and these guys never really did anything. Now, that's not to say that they're still around. These guys are still around playing, right? Um, I think they've got they're one of those bands that have you know twenty albums out there that you can yep. pick up and go and go see them at a casino somewhere. So these guys are around. It's hard to do with a three piece band, I think. But boy, that might have been their downfall too at the time. I think being only a three piece band, but. Yeah, yeah, I think they did step up. I think they'd probably be the first to say they made some mistakes back back then when they were young, some poor decisions. But you know, by going out and getting you know signing with Atlantic and getting Eddie Kramer to produce it, you know, right? They were on the right track, but yeah. it was too commercial friendly and FM radio friendly and too commercial. So that's all I've got for Raven. Uh, I'll bring right. up your other screen here. All right, one other thing I'm gonna bring up. I gotta. I'm going to apologize for this joke. Um, 
spent some time this weekend with Coach Mike. So this, yeah, I didn't hear this from him. This was kind of in his his wheelhouse for jokes. He used to tell music jokes. Are you ready? Yes, always. Bono on the edge walk into a bar. The bartender goes, "Oh no, you too again." Jeez, was that for real? Sorry, I, I did not hear that from Mike. I didn't tell him, but just that's his line of humor. So I just. Oh my God! Okay, that's good. I'll have to tell him sometime because that is uh, that is pretty cool. Get some mileage out of that. All right, first of all, you see our picture of our our Google Nest or a Hey Google sitting there on the the screen. If you have one of these devices and you ask it to play the Sports and Songs podcast, it will. Um, I do not know if that works on Alexa, so those with Alexa, please try it and let us know. Interesting. So there you go for that. There's a little plug for us there. A couple new releases, rumored new releases. Judas Priest, following their 2018 smash hit Firepower, was never going to be easy, but Judas Priest are ready to release, are ready to rise to the occasion. Speaking to Metal Magnitude Magazine, guitarist Richie Faulkner said the album has been recorded and is in the mixing process now. Wow. So new Priest stuff coming out. And also, the Rolling Stones may have a new one coming out. Stones fans. Um, kind of a cryptic message of one of the little magazines out there. Someone having a little fun. Um, is Are they just the shameless plugs for them? Is there really a new album coming out? You never know. So just, Interesting. I like it. Speaking of new ones, this weekend as traveling up north and back, I did hear the new Guns N' Roses tune. Perhaps. I have not seen the video. There's a link for it. You can just find it on our social media or pretty sure you can just find it on YouTube or something like that. Very good song. I was very impressed with it. I liked it. I liked it a lot. It comes highly recommended. So that's the song Perhaps. Perhaps. The new Guns N' Roses song Perhaps. I have not heard that. I'm going to do that. That's my homework. Or do you have other homework? Uh, there's other homework later. This is just a, this is just a suggestion. I'm going to jot that down. As you go pick up the camper tonight, Dan, listen to this. Pull it up. Okay. Lou Graham says, Foreigner's exclusion from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is based on a personal vendetta. It's very childish. The thing I like about Lou Graham right now is he's split from Foreigner. Him and Mick Jones have no kind words for each other, but he defends the band still sometimes because it's his band, you know? It's what he did. He said in an interview with The Rock Shop with Ralph, original former singer Lou Graham addressed the fact that the band is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and has not yet been on the ballot for consideration yet. He said, it's got nothing to do with our music or the amount of hits or notoriety or anything like that. It's a personal thing while we're not in there. It's a personal vendetta between the gentleman who owns Rolling Stone magazine and Mick Jones, a foreigner, the guitarist. He continued, it's very juvenile, the whole thing, and I don't think it's going to ever get better. I think it's just going to stay that way, and I think we're being made an example of. I mean, if they never, the foreigner's never been on the ballot? Uh, okay. I, there's got to be a vendetta that. I mean, how can you not even put foreigner on the ballot, for God's sake? All right, here we go. Wow. 
Well, there is now that before you jump to the soapbox, it, there is a lot of that going on in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There are people that are in and there are people or groups that are out. And no matter what they do, they're never going to get in or no matter what they do, they're going to get in and they shouldn't even be deserved. So, yeah, yeah back in and right. Yep. Since the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame first started, I remember when they first started that whole thing and, you know, Kiss was essentially blacklisted from the very beginning and finally a decade or two ago, you know, they got in good graces. Now they got in. Yeah. But it's, it is, that is what he's saying, you know, exists. I mean, you know, keep the same quote and just insert band name here and it could be the same story. Yes. That's a lot of that goes on. The soapbox. We don't, the soapbox doesn't make many appearances here on the songs episode, Dan. Oh. So if the soapbox is on the songs episode, something's up. Okay. I've got my pencil ready. Um, this, this kind of, Hits me to the heart, and I, I, I cried twice reading this, Dan, because it was kind of close to the soul. I'm sure you did. Queen's classic song, Fat Bottom Girls, dropped from the newest version of their Greatest Hits collection. Yep. It was from the Federalist magazine, from Lizzo to Megan Trainer, music celebrity cele- celebrating bigger women has become big business in the era, era of big people. Perhaps if the 70s rock band Queen had been led by a woman, particularly a big wo- bigger woman, they too would join the Hall of Fame of body-positive musicians. Last Saturday, the Daily Mail reported that the band's black blockbuster track, Fat Bottom Girls, was left off the group's latest greatest hits collection. Written by Br- Brian May, the legendary 1978 record, served generations as an anthem of male admiration for women with larger-than-average bodies. (laughs) But 45 years later, it appears that the lyrics such as, Left alone with big fat Fanny, she was such a naughty natty. Big woman, you made a bad boy out of me. And fat bottom girls, you make the rock and roll go round. Have hit by the woke culture, cancel culture. God, it hurts to even say those words. The Mail reported, It was such a popular hit for Queen that it appeared fourth on the band's original 1981 Greatest Hits album, along with Bohemian Rhapsody, Don't Stop Me Now, and We Will Rock You. Last week, however, Fat Bot on Girls was absent from the list of songs put out by Universal Records highlighting Queen's Greatest Hits. While the exact circumstances of the song's omission from the label remain unclear. Industry Insider told the Daily Mail the song was inappropriately singled out. Um, it goes on to mention how later on, uh, here it is, Queen's 1978 release of Fat Bottom Girls was the predecessor to Sir Mix-a-Lot's number one hit to follow 14 years later, Baby Got Back. The lyrics were more explicit as a typical with rap music. The 1992 song opening narrator even characterized a big booty black woman as a prostitute. So I guess I'm just saying here, uh, Fat Bottom Girls, a song about a young boy having his first time with a large lady sung by a gay man (laughs) is now wrong. First of all, the song is... I'd love to know what was going through Brian May's head when he wrote the song, because where do you come up with this stuff? I mean, that's most great songs you say that. Um, 
but to eliminate the song from greatest hits albums now, I I, I don't get it. It's a, one of the greatest sing-along songs ever in a radio station or a concert or karaoke or something like that. And I, I don't know what you got against Queen for crying out loud. They, what did they do to you? You know, um, which leads me to the homework assignment. Those of you who are offended by this song, get over it. It's a song. Any song that offends you, get over it. It's a song. Just don't listen to it if it bothers you. Yes, yes. Now, I have a question, Andy. Yes, I have answers. Um, you know, so so record labels commonly make greatest hits com compilations, right? The, the mm -hmm. compilations, they, they do that. They put this together. Um, now, my question is, if that got cut, what song now got inserted? Well, what's the thing that comes out compared to other greatest hits albums? That's the thing. When you see a band like Queen who's been around for a while or hasn't recorded anything new for a while, they have three or four different greatest hits come out, and about 80% of the songs are the same. And then you see a few other different tracks pop in here and there. Yeah. But Queen's had a couple double live, or not double live, double greatest hits albums and everything else. So what song wasn't a greatest hits, first of all? Yeah. Any song they released should be on there. So you could say, well, they released 48 songs, so we're going to make a 48-song disc set. That's their greatest hits. Period. So, but if you're going to put 10 songs on a CD or 12 on a CD, you can mix it around. We'll see. I'm kind of curious to see if maybe this will have one last song on this album. Who knows? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm getting at. Is it one last, or do they put something else on? And if so, um, why wouldn't the new story be the, the, the new song that took its place rather than the story is, hey, we're dropping this because it sounds to me like that's kind of an A&R thing. That's a company record label thing. We right. want to pull it. It's not offensive to anyone back then. Uh, it possibly could be now. So they chose to skip it because but, of but it culture. But it's I don't like the decision, but uh, we don't we don't know the whole story was how long yeah. is that greatest hits? What other songs are on there? I mean, but like the like the story was saying there too, with all the other bigger women that are proud of their bodies and society's accepted them, the Lizzo's and the Mega Trainers of the world, this and that. Great, let's go with it. Not go with it, but I mean, no one has a problem with it. But now the song from 1978 is a problem. Yeah, and it sounds like it's the lyrics, not the title of or the song itself, but it's that yeah. one lyric or two yeah. that's. Yeah. Yeah, someone could find offensive, but you're right. It's uh, it's a it's a gay man singing a song uh, about a larger woman, woman and a, a large woman the first uh, time having a s relationship, an intimate, if you will, with a yes. with a young uh, young man. And so interesting, a young man. The whole thing is kind of comical, but it's yeah, it, it's it's, it's kind of like their Spinal Tap song. Yeah, I was say it's kind of a parody song, but not really. It's just a fun song. You know, now but, do do ninety percent of the listeners at the bar even know the lyrics? Yeah, you just kind of sing along to the chorus. That's about it. You know, yeah, it's interesting. It's they a good soapbox topic. I think it, it is good. It's deserving of it. It's an interesting topic. But boy, they're going to draw more flack now because they brought attention to it. And but then again, maybe that's what they want. Who knows? Yeah, it's kind of a. It'll still get the the Spotify airplay, if you will. People are gonna 
what was wrong with that song again? What'd they say? And more people get that song. And so the company will still get their money that way without putting on an album to offend anybody. You know, then again, I didn't know Queen was coming out with the greatest hits album. And so just by this story alone uh, made me aware of it. Not that I'm yeah. going to go out and buy it, but. Yeah, they've had drop one every few years, I'm assuming. Brian made money for his ego. It's another story for another day there. That's what I got, sir. Um, like I said, State Fair is up. We kind of went over the concerts last week. You can see those on State Fair Facebook page and website. Uh, local bars and patios are having their concerts. Trib Fest is this weekend up in Duluth. And that will be yes. Saturday night. In two days. Saturday night, Dustin Bones on at Mike's Backyard Barbecue Party out in Shakti. I will be there representing the show. So that would be a good. I like any outdoor. Any outdoor music would be fun. Uh, the weather should be good, I guess. But uh, I can't make it. I'm hopefully hopefully see them the next time they come around. But there is a, you know, it's I think it's October 13th down in Bogarts in Apple Valley. Mad Alice will be there, and yeah. I, I know you're going to be at Thunderstruck that same yep. night. So I'm going to try to get tickets to go see to the Bogarts show, and then we both can report on them yes. the following week, maybe. Yes, we could do that. There's I'll a, report next week on the show this weekend, also with Dustin Bones. Pictures. Yeah, Matt, it won't Matt be because it is the Saturday night. Opening band, the opening band for Matt Alice is a Nirvana covers, cover band, so I'd like to see oh. that as well. You don't see many of those around. No. Matt Alice, uh, of course, I don't think there are any around that are even cover that stuff, so that'll be interesting, but we could review that. They, that falls on Friday, the 13th of October. Mm -hmm. Be nice reviews for Halloween there. That's true. That's correct. All right. That's all I've got. Uh, that's all I got here for the show tonight. Please leave your uh, requests and uh, suggestions for future shows. Yes. Uh, in the in the comments section, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Yeah.